What is up, Red Raider Nation? Welcome to episode 25 of the Lone Raider Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm your host, Jonah Young. With me, as always, my good friend, Nathan. You ever been to Kansas City before? Zuniga, what's up, buddy? Hey, Jonah, how you doing today? And to answer your question, no, I've never been to Kansas City. The closest I got is the Wizard of Oz, if I'm being honest about it. <laughs> and, you know, she... She dipped out of her house after the first five minutes. So, you know, there's that. So, yeah. Not that much in Kansas, but you think Kansas City's in Missouri, though. <laughs> At least the big one. It's, it's funny how it's literally a city, but it's in two different states. Well, well it's actually two I've different been. cities. There's Kansas City, Kansas, and there's Kansas City, Missouri. Oh. Yeah. Like right across the uh, border from each well, other. Well, that's what I meant. I was like, didn't yeah. the city go like, right <laughs> down in the middle? Like, yeah. The reason I ask is because that's where the draft is being held this uh, this coming April, and I was thinking oh, about cool. uh, going out there to it. Me and my dad, uh, my dad's side of the family has a lot of uh, extended family members that live on up in the Kansas City area, and so uh, I was thinking like, yo, hey, dad, let's uh, maybe go to that draft. And he was originally kind of hesitant at first because you know he's like, eh, I don't know, it just seems kind of kind of lame reason to you know go up there. Then I mentioned like maybe catching a Royals game if they're playing in Kansas City at that time would be awesome to do. You know, start warming up to, and they talked to one of his friends who uh, went to the draft up in uh, Radio City Music Hall uh, in mm-hmm. New York City, and he's going like, "Yeah, I mean, like, the, there's so many events that kind of go around outside the draft that are really cool. So honestly, it's not really even about the draft. Like, it's, it's a really, really cool experience. Like, he definitely highly recommends doing it. So I'm like, you know what? So like, really kind of warm my dad up and like, you know what? Maybe we uh we might go to the draft this year. So yeah, yeah, definitely be a fun uh fun trip. Dang man, that should be a good time too. I always wanted to go to a draft. The closest I thought was the the one in Dallas a couple of years, but couldn't make it happen. But um yeah, yeah, that that'd be super sick to go to a, go to go have a little draft party. Who's your dad's team? Who's he go for? Is that something he's like a Falcons fan or something? The uh, his football team. He's Cowboys. Fan. Yeah. He's a Cowboys fan. Oh, yeah. real American, I see. He's a Cowboys fan. You know, uh, he moved down. Like he, he's originally from South Dakota. He moved down to Texas, became like UT and Cowboys fan. You know, real basic. Uh, yeah, and then understandable. His, his son is a Texas Tech and Saints fan. So you know, just way he wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> just how you drew it up, Cotton. Just how I drew it up. But uh, yeah, man, uh, it's great to have you back on the podcast. I know you were a little absent the last uh, last couple times. Uh, as you can see, Nesto is not here with us today. He is being held uh, uh, captive right now. He is uh, being held for a ransom, been officially kidnapped. We are so thrilled for him. We're really happy for that. You know, ransom's mm-hmm. going up by the by the minute. So good for the boy. Um, by the way, just joking. Uh, <laughs> he's nice. uh, in a job interview it's right now. Oregon, so. <laughs> trying but, to get. Um, better opportunity <laughs> exactly exactly um so yeah on this episode we're just gonna talk some more unfortunately some more texas tech basketball struggles um what to watch out for this in the championship games this weekend uh we're gonna answer our very first inbox question by the way i don't know if we've ever made that official on this podcast our inboxes are open for any and all questions that you guys have or want answered you can dm us on twitter um instagram facebook whatever it might be you can always just send us questions doesn't have to be about texas tech doesn't have to be about sports in general um just really anything you want we'll answer and give you a um shout out here on the on the podcast as well so yeah i'm gonna answer our first ever inbox question and then of course we we'll do our good vibes vibe of the week segment. One of our uh, more favorite ones we like to do here, you know, because a lot of negativity going around for Tech basketball. Um, well, Tech basketball is largely responsible for that. I think Dry January is the other culprit in that one, but I think it's mostly Tech basketball that's doing the doing the damage. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's really kind of what we have on the slate for today. Before we get to that, though, of course, I want to remind you guys to follow our social media accounts that is at Lone Raider Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and on YouTube. Regardless of where you're listening or watching from, welcome to your sixth favorite Texas Tech Sports Podcast brought to you by the fans that give some dams. Um, probably gonna be a long formatted episode this week. We're really just kind of gonna keep it, yeah, you know, maybe roughly around a little over 30 minutes or so. Uh, we only got a few updates to kind of get to. I'm going to start with some news updates. So, news update. First up, we have three Texas Tech baseball players have been named to the preseason All-Big 12 uh, selection. Uh, that was uh, that being catcher Hudson White, 
designated hitter Ty Coleman and starting pitcher Mason Molina. Those are three Red Raiders named the first team all Big 12 preseason. Of course, you know, me, I've said it multiple times on the podcast, I think preseason stocks are kind of, you know, real iffy. I don't put much stock into it, but, you know, it's good to know that the conference really recognizes Texas Tech and these players on our team to be worth their salt, you know? So yeah, really for sure, for them. And, uh, you know, of course, baseball season's right around the corner, man. February 17th. February 17th, we uh, host Gonzaga. They're at Dan Law Field at Rip Griffin Park. Um, yeah, the Raiders are, you know, going to take that field when uh, Daddy Taddy and the boys are uh, going to just start that long trip to Omaha where we're going to come back with our very first college baseball Lombardi. We're going to ride that wave of momentum all the way into football season when McGuire and the boys come in and we uh, take the Big 12 next year in, in football. I'm calling it, man. I'm calling it. You know, oh yeah, hot I'm take try, by Jody be... Young. Hot take by Jody Young. <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, um, we pretty Bama. much we want Georgia. That's basically what he's saying. <laughs> we want Georgia, yes, not Bama. We want Georgia, yeah. Georgia, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Uh, other no update: action. We got to get to men's track and field team checks in at the second ranked team in the country. That is awesome. We're only a few years removed from our national championship run in track and field where uh, back in 2019 where we won the whole damn thing, which is awesome. 2019, man, that was just, that was definitely a year to be a Texas Tech sports fan. You know, football wasn't so great. I think we went like five and seven that year, but man, we went to the national championship in basketball. Our track and field team won a national championship. Our baseball team went to Omaha. Dude, that was such just a thrilling year to be a Texas Tech sports fan, you know, and we've um definitely come a long way since then. It doesn't feel like it was, you know, damn, it's like four that years ago, ago now. Huh? You know, it was yeah. four years ago at this point. That was pre-COVID, bro. Yeah, no, pre-COVID. It was awesome. You know, we didn't have to worry about that. We didn't know what was on the was on the horizon. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, it was that was that was definitely a fun year. Wish we go back to those times, man. I really do miss them. But yeah. yeah, that's really all the uh, news updates we got for you guys today. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and um, uh, I wasn't really sure where to insert this segment at because we've never had an inbox question. So I guess we'll just go ahead and get right to it, my friend. Um. So the first inbox question comes from Skylar Stover uh, via Instagram, actually. She wanted to ask, will Texas State ever be good at football again? Jeez. Um, they were. Were they ever? Why good? again? Why again? I was going to say, we're, hold on now. That's, yeah. a bit of a, that's a bit of an overstatement to begin with in the question, man. Like, they weren't ever good. <laughs> they, they've been decent before. When they were in the FCS ranks, they were actually pretty decent. I will give them that. I don't want to, you know, crap all over Texas State in that regard. They were good there. They just haven't quite found the same success at the FBS level as they did in, in the FCS level. I believe it was like the maybe like 90s or something like that, or the early 2000s, where they were actually pretty decent. But uh, do you want to go ahead and uh, take this one away, man? As far as Texas State being good, yeah, I mean, there's not really much to say on it, man. It's not really a program out there, you know. Now nah, that's kind of disrespectful. I mean, I, I'm sure players play over there. I'm sure they, you know, eat popcorn on the sidelines, do all that <laughs> nice jazz. But I mean, it's Texas chicken State wings football. on the sidelines, like yeah, Georgia players. Like, come on now, like, <laughs> like what? This is Texas State football. I mean, I know that they've been trying to have a bit of a rivalry with UTSA. They've been trying to make that into a a bigger thing in the in the area of uh b- between San Antonio and the San Marcos area, but like I don't know, it's kind of hard to get excited about that one. It's really hard to create a new Texas rivalry when there's so many other Texas like rivalries in in the state. You know, what I mean, there's a lot of history when it comes to football in Texas in general. So adding another one is kind of, it just feels a bit lackluster and it's very one sided. Like even when the UTSA was getting ranked into you know top twenty five, which by the way they're probably going to be ranked again next year, probably in the in the twenties. Maybe they might break the seventeen eighteen. But yeah, that 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 rivalry rivalry I put quotation marks on that is very one sided. So will they ever be good again? I don't know. Maybe they might get a coach one day. They might you know luck their way into a coach that's actually decent. So speaking of coaches, they did fire Jake Spavital. 
this past offseason with a 13 and 35 record there, which is weird because I thought Jake Spavital would actually do some good things at Texas State. I really did. did, did he got hired. Know? He seemed like a, he seemed like the right hire for Texas State at the time. I'm pretty sure many Bobcat fans will agree he did at the time. Obviously, they were going through um uh, who who was there? Who was their head coach before? Uh Everett Withers. Everett Withers. Uh, he who uh, was actually at James Madison, who James Madison won a national championship like the year after he left to go to Texas State, uh, which is kind of kind of wild to me. Um, and so yeah, he they they were going with Everett Withers. He did not work out. Um, ended up getting Jake Spavital. I thought he would be the guy for them, uh, because his offense coordinator at Texas A and M was at Cal, was at uh, I think West Virginia too. Um, so he he did have. Texas ties and he was a really kind of that whenever you go to a G5 school you kind of have that you you want to hire like that hot coordinator you know or maybe like an FCS head coach like they did with this this new guy I'm about to mention that's the route you want to go and I thought because Jake Spavital had the ties he could definitely play the political game uh, the boosters and everything like that that apparently Everett Withers was not very good at he was not very good at um I guess kind of speaking to the donors, speaking to the boosters, mm-hmm. getting to know them. I believe the majority of the Texas State alumni base is in Houston, if I'm not mistaken. That's where theirs kind of lies at, similar to where Texas Tech's. I think the majority of Tech's alumni base is in Dallas, the Dallas Fort Worth area. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you just kind of like ran into these duds with coaches. You know, um, you know, Jake Spavital could play that kind of political game, whereas everybody just didn't. Um, but you know, just did not get the results on the field, man. I, I really thought he could, you know, be the guy to kind of not bring them to prominence, but like give, give them a little bit of a name in the uh, in the Sun Belt, you know, like bring that you know a little bit of pride to them. So I think they're the only team in the state of Texas that represents the Sun Belt. So it's always good to have like you know a, a presence, regardless of which conference you're in. Representation. That, that state of Texas, that's what Jonas asking for. Yeah, representation. I mean, similar to what UTSA has been doing in the uh, conference USA, they're about to go to the American, I believe. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, this new guy they they are hiring though, uh, GJ Kinney. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Is he like a very promising guy? A very promising candidate. Obviously, took over for um, uh, Eric Morris at Incarnate Word, uh, former Texas Tech. Uh, if you don't know, he's a Texas Tech uh, wide receiver and uh, offensive coordinator under Cliff Kingsbury. Went to um, left Incarnate Word to be the offensive coordinator at uh, Washington State. Now Eric Morris is the head coach at uh, North Texas. So DJ Kenny kind of took over for him when he left a year ago, and he has um. You know, he's kind of had quite the resume. He's, he's a young guy. So you're going young again when young didn't really work with Jake Spavital. Jake Spavital's a pretty young dude, um, very promising guy as well. But kind of surprised me because typically when you go with a new head coach, you want to go in a different direction. Always want to go in that different direction. Um, to whereas, you know, Tech went, okay, typical strong G5 head coach Matt Wells. And then they went to a... Um, a high school guy, a guy who's really good at recruiting, and Joe McGuire. So you kind of go opposite directions each time that you get a new head coach. They decided to go with GJ Kenny, and I think he's a good head coach for them. Uh, obviously, led uh, Incarnate Word to the semifinals last year in the FCS. Um, has uh, did have a pretty decent uh, playing career. wasn't phenomenal. He actually played with the New York Jets in 2012. Um, uh, then yeah, kind of did some. Uh, a stints in the um, uh, uh, AFL, the Arena Football League, ended up going to the Giants in 2015, probably on the practice squad, the CFL, you know, as a player, and then um, was on the Eagles as a coach as well as an offensive assistant. And so, yeah, I mean, he's got the he's got some pedigree to him as well. So, yeah, a bit of a resume, I see. Bit of a resume, yeah. I, I think, apologize. Yeah. I was I wasn't familiar with this game, you know, Shaq. <laughs> But yeah, I, I the more you mention it, yeah, I mean, there, there's some potential there. But I mean, there's always potential in most hires, you know. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's a it, it comes down to the players producing, right? So I mean, I guess I guess if he's a motivating guy, then sure, he might he might turn it around. To be honest with you, but I mean, I don't know. It's it's kind of weird whenever it comes down to these uh, not lesser teams in Texas, just some of the less teams, renowned. Yeah. yeah, these less renowned programs. So I mean, hey, you can make your name in some of these places. So yeah, and then there, you get that, is, uh, then you get a job that, at a bigger school. You know. Yeah. So there is that beauty to it. So 
yeah, it's cool. But um, yeah, and yeah I, I feel I like know, San Marcos is a really, it's a really nice college town. I mean, I grew up 15 minutes away from the campus mm-hmm. of Texas State and where I live, or where I live currently. It's about 15, 20 minute drive to Texas State. Um, so it's a really pretty campus. You can definitely uh, recruit there. It's a wonderful college town. You know, it has everything you want in a college town. It's got a, you know a, a river. You know some nice cheap restaurants, a good bar scene. You know it, it is a party is college. Pretty. Um, you know yeah, so yeah. Uh, they they do have pretty good facilities there. They don't have an indoor practice facility, which I think would actually kind of set them. Uh, they're one of the few teams actually in Texas, like whether you're a group of five or uh, I think there's a few FBS teams that doesn't have an indoor practice facility. Um, so if they were to get one of those from their donors or boosters or, you know, whoever, or, you know, just invest in one of those, I think they could probably draw on some more recruits. They got the facilities. They have the location. You can easily recruit to Texas state is what I'm saying. And yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll just see, you know, typically it's been kind of disappointing after disappointment. So we will see. And I hope that definitely answers your question, Skylar. Um, so yeah, you got anything that you want to add on to that Zuni? No, nah, I mean, there's you pretty much hit the nail on the coffin, to be honest with you. I, I know I'm shitting on Texas State, but I mean, like, yeah, what you said is, is correct. Like, they do have, like, a a good amount of things they could recruit on. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, it it goes back to that, uh, how, how do you want to put your name out there, essentially, if, you, if you're having bigger aspirations than college football, right? So, I mean, a lot of players come out of these uh, – uh, these school we have UTS, UTSA players. I mean, there's some Rice players now that they're in the league. Rice of all things, right? Come on now, we because <laughs> that's the the biggest football uh, you know program in Texas. Is Rice football, you know. But I mean, people come out out of SMU, so uh, out of Sam. So I mean, yeah, there's it, it's it, I'm happy that Texas State is there. Would I welcome them to be good? Yeah, it would actually make the UTSA rivalry, you know, kind of something. I don't even know <laughs> actually, what that's I called. Think, uh, I think UTSA might have forged a rivalry with Houston, to be honest, this past uh, really? season. I think they might have okay. done that, actually. Especially if uh, UTSA were to go. I, th- I think they play Houston in Houston this year. So if they were to go mm-hmm. into TDSU Stadium and maybe upset them there, I think that's a potential rivalry that really developed between UTSA and Houston. San Antonio That'd versus That'd be pretty Houston. cool, yeah. <laughs> Rivalries are always fun. So that game really was really intense last year. Yeah, I remember I watched a good chunk of that last year. And uh, yeah, it came down to the wire, double overtime. Great game. <laughs> <laughs> Can't complain when it, when, it, when it comes down to that, you know. So uh, do you want to get into the good vibes of the week? Or do you want to talk maybe a little bit of um, the championship games we got going on this Sunday? Um... To be honest with you, I just want to talk basketball. No, okay. I'm joking. Honestly, we could do, we could do good <laughs> I mean, vibes we could. of the week. There's no, I don't want to, to tear my head off. I don't, yeah. I don't want to – yeah, I don't really want to tear my head off. The question, though, on basketball, is Pop Isaacs hurt? Did we ever hear a full uh, – Yes, Pop Isaacs uh, analysis hurt. Is hurt on his um, – uh, I don't know the exact extent his of his injury. injury. I believe it is an ankle injury. Um, I hope it's just a sprain. We so far have not heard um, much from it. I hope it's just a sprain and that he's out for maybe just a few weeks and can come back later on this season. He really was that, you know, spearhead on this offensive scheme for Texas Tech. I uh, was really, I mean, he's just a sniper from three this year and he's only a freshman too. Um, yeah. I mean, it was a pretty, pretty gruesome injury and I, I really do hope the best and hope that he's able to. Heal quickly and you know get back on that court, Max. We're uh, we're gonna need him. We're gonna need him. We are in dire need of playmakers right now. He definitely was one of them, you know. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I was I was just curious as to how that went. It sucked watching him go down, man. It really did. As soon as that went down, as soon as Pop went down, I I, I really thought to myself, well, is uh, Tech gonna be able to score three? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so. and I will say though, um. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll save that for when we get into Texas Tech basketball. Right now, I kind of want to get into the good vibes, vibe of the week, man. Um, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Good vibes, vibe of the week. I got you, Jonah. Okay. Water mixed with cucumber. That shit is delicious. <laughs> a little bit of a little hint of uh, a, a little hint of mint, 
and maybe some lime. Oh, you got yourself a beverage right there. A healthy one too, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to point that out there. That's good for your system, good for your health. Apparently helps you shit. I don't know the, <laughs> the logistics on that, but you know me, you know. I'm always about the toilet. You you just you the want natural that to come out. Exactly. You just gotta let that come out, you know, the way uh, nature intended, the way God intended. So that's my good vibes of the week, man. Water makes well water makes for fruit. Fruit water in general, that shit. Slaps, dude. <laughs> it does. It truly does. Love it. So my good vibes and vibe of the week is actually coming from the music area. And that is when you hey. rediscover a song that you're really used to bump, like maybe back in high school or you know early college or something like that. That you really haven't listened to in a couple years. And then like it just you know pops up on your uh Sorry, somebody's burning my house down right quick. That's why fire alarm's going off. Uh, <laughs> I might just cut this part out, but... So... Yeah, I lost a bit of connection okay. there. <laughs> it's, it's off now. It's off now. I don't, I don't know who's burning something down, but... Um, so yeah, it was... So when, when you rediscover an old song that you just used to bump hard, and then you're kind of sitting there, it pops up on like your playlist. Uh, for example, like if you're just working out, pops up again you're like man why did i ever stop listening to this this is great man why i don't know why i did that you know and uh, you just keep listening yeah for sure and you know like it's it's an oldie but it's a goodie you know like so it, it just kind of you, you revisit the memories you have associated with that song maybe it was during a good time of your life um that she's like dang you know it's, it, you just really want to relive so yeah that's my good vibes vibe of the week rediscovering old music all right I respect oh. that. That's a good one. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, did, did yeah I like yours too, by the way. Did you rekindle anything? Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Did you rekindle a song? Did something pop up the other day? Um. So I've recently gotten uh, into working out a lot more uh, recently. I mean, y- you and I, I mean, the listeners don't know, me, you, and our boy Tyler used to live in the gym when we were in college. We, we lived in that, in that gym. It was a rec heads. center or was Iron Jays out there in Lubbock. We used to go there at least what you know five six days a week. You know we would always work out together. Uh, we were we wouldn't work out together, but we'd always at least be working out. Sometimes we had yeah, yeah. schedules depending on classes and everything like that. We had a film. But we would always to each other because we just you know we didn't believe Jonah did squats for like a good year, so he had to start <laughs> filming it. <laughs> well, I did hurt myself on squats, and I do I do legs. By the way, I do not skip leg day. I just don't do squats in leg day. I do other yes, leg dude. exercises that are good um, and that are you less wonder, harmful to your knees. You so. wonder why your ankles are messed up. My ankles aren't messed up. It was my knees. Uh, you make too much sense. I don't get an ankles I'm just assuming you're doing like leg press or something. Like, and that's uh, I do, uh, Yes, I do. I do leg press, do hack squats too. And, uh, okay. You know, leg extensions, right. hamstring curls. Um, um, Jonah, the workout warrior. Half raises and workout then warrior. air masters. So, Jonah, when are we going to see how well you could test in the combine? We what should combine. What are you talking about? You know how they have all the workouts for the combine? I want to yeah. see how well Jonah Young could do in each of it. So right now we, I could probably run I could probably run um a seven flat forty. Okay. Seven second forty. How many two, uh, how many reps at two twenty five? How many reps? Oh, I don't even know, dude. <laughs> I I don't even know. What are we looking at, man? Okay, the record the the, the combine record is forty four. Uh, so I think I you have probably a shot. Do like four. <laughs> probably do like four or five maybe. All right, Jonah. This is where this is the most important question as far as the working out goes. Um how high of a vertical are we talking under or over 13 inches man you better prove that white man can jump i mean i got something over 13 inches for you but that's Jesus. not uh it's not neither here nor there oh my but... god he's talking about a subway sandwich <laughs> ladies and gentlemen that's what he's so talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um god. I, I, I could i could jump like at least two feet come on now give me a little bit of credit i can do like, at least a 24 you're inch me, vertical. You're telling me you could have a 24 inch vertical right now? Probably, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I probably, have, I, I, I could probably get that. Well, what, what, what would you be? What would you test out at? On a vertical? Yeah. You know, I'd like to say I could hit 26, 27. 
Okay. What about bench? How many how many reps two twenty five could you do? Shit, maybe one. One <laughs> two one or two, yeah. What would your forty time be? My forty time would probably be five flat, bro. If I'm being five honest flat. That's like respectable five, flat, at least. five one. Like five one, five two. As you can see, yeah. we're super athletic, y'all. Yeah, we're with the cream of the crop. Basically, what we were, were even waste, talking about earlier. We oh, I was explaining. Um, we were ways to tell. That's how I like to put it. <laughs> we just went on a complete side <laughs> tangent, man. Yeah, we're talking about working out. Sorry. Anyways, yeah, workout warriors. Back when we lived together, go on. Yeah, and I think well, I think I was just talking about the um, the song I rediscovered. So I was like, yeah, I've been working out a lot more oh, recently. Oh, oh, that's right, and that's right. you know, I think the song just popped in my playlist that I've you know used to bump a lot in college and. Um, you haven't listened to in a while. And so, yeah, I think that's just uh, really what happened there. <laughs> I forget what we were even talking about. <laughs> Understandable. Man, that was the good vibes, of, you know, of the week, man. Absolutely. That's we were talking about. And that's right before we get into this negative vibes with Texas Tech ba- basketball right here. Uh, so, yeah, so Red Raiders fall to 0-8 in conference play. You know, at this point, I, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, if you're a fan of tech basketball and you're thinking about just checking out on the season, just like, hey, you know what? I, I've given it a run. This is really, I think, our last-ditch effort to get a a home win at, um, you know, a conference win at that, at the very least. Um, if you're just ready to kind of check out, I can't blame you because we have been that poor. And uh, I'm still going to watch it. I'm sure you're still going to watch it soon. We're still going to watch these games because we're yeah. just masochists like that and uh, clearly <laughs> don't enjoy in, enjoy fun. <laughs> um, of course not. But, you know, yeah, we're still going to continuously watch um, watch this team. And um, it's, it's sometimes hard. You know, like, I mean, not sometimes. This year it's been really difficult to kind of digest. It's really Jeez, Jonah, the way you're explaining it, man, you sound it's who passed away, man. Who what? passed away? <laughs> God. <laughs> hey, at least look, look, we just, I mean, look, we're all in eight. No, it, that's ass. There's no sugarcoating. Yeah, that's ass, right? It sucks. It really does. You know, we, but I mean, the Big Twelve is probably the best. You know, it's probably yeah. the best conference in the nation. Uh, on top of it, everyone's a gauntlet. You can see every possession literally matters. But just look at every game we've been in this this season. Every possession matters, which is kind of insane to think about. But, I mean, it's just how it goes. And, uh, yeah, we just – in a year where we're supposed to develop and hopefully win, uh, yeah, this was just – just we got caught in the perfect storm, I, I'd like to think. You know, I at this point – whether we even can get get an invite to the attorney or not is completely irrelevant. I, I just mean, want to no, get we're, we're not going I, to the big dance at all. Honestly, I, want, I think it'll be tough stretch to even get into the NIT for this Texas Tech team. Yeah, so I mean, I, I don't point, even think I we just, make the I NIT. Win, man. I just want to win at this point. Yeah. Just give me a, just give me a win. Come on, a just conference get it off dub, your back. Just a, a conference, conference dub. dub. Gosh, that, that, I'm not, I'm not putting a super high expectation on this team anymore because we've shown what. What, what what we are and who we are as a team right now when we we just can't finish and I don't think we have uh, enough um enough talent to overcome our our deficiencies at the moment so it, it is what it is I just want a conference win you know preferably against Texas Texas or Oklahoma so we could you know shit on them but yeah yeah, yeah. um I agree with you there we do take on LSU this weekend in Baton we Rouge. do so maybe um, we maybe we steal one from the SEC and maybe. honestly if we do well that's that's pretty sick I mean the I'll SEC take any one the, at this point yeah honestly. yeah and, I just I, I mean, just really would prefer a conference win at this time because like I I don't want to go 0 and 18 man I don't want to go 0 and 18 in conference play I don't think we'll go yeah. 0 and 18 man there's no way like, we, we gotta not, stumble not... upon a victory that's what I've been thinking this whole year like we're, we'll eventually you know stumble upon a victory, maybe catch a team on an off night. We haven't played Oklahoma State yet. I think that's the only conference team we haven't played yet is Oklahoma State. Maybe sneak one against them, but like, I'm not holding, I'm not expecting Tech to win any games from this point on. With Damn, the way our schedule's looking out, I don't, I have zero expectations 
for them to win every game, for win any game. I'm I'm gonna watch them in hopes that they do, and still cheer for them and root them on when I um when they do play. But as far as like, especially if I, I were to bet in basketball, I don't bet in basketball because I don't really know. Uh, I'm not very well versed in basketball enough to bet on to games, make, I guess. To make logical or bets, to make yeah. money on games, I guess, mm-hmm. as I am like a football, maybe baseball, and uh, and soccer as as I am. Um, so that's why I don't really bet on basketball. But I'm not expecting Texas Tech to win any games this year. I'm not expecting them to beat LSU this weekend. I'm not expecting them to win any conference games. If they do, great. I'm here for it, man. I, I love it. I, I want to see it. And I'm still going to support them when they do. I'm still going to be cheering when they do. When you finally get that monkey off your back and get that one conference win that you need, man. Like I'll be like, you know what? Hey, we got that dub. Never like, know. We can get rolling. Kind of moving <laughs> down. I think once you get that first conference win, whoever it might come against, I think down the stretch, at any game after that, I'm going to go ahead and stay like, just go ahead and see, sit out your seniors. Sit out your seniors, sit out the guys who aren't going to be here next year, and just really play and develop these young guys. I want to see a lot of Elijah Fisher on the court. I want to see a lot of Robert Jennings on the court. Um, Pop Isaacs, when when he's healthy, if, if he makes a return, I want to see him on the court. Bacho on the court. Um you know, Lamar, Lamar Washington as well, like these really young guys that we have on this roster, just to really get them out there, get them more experience, get them used to playing at this level and just develop them hopefully for next season. Maybe they'll give them an incentive to stay for next season because um, just like Fran Fraschilla said, even though I don't really like Fran Fraschilla anymore, I feel like he's just super, super biased towards any uh, any big name school. They don't really care about the you know rest of any any, any other conferences. Um, I I don't really like Fran Fraschilla, but I do agree. Like in today's modern college basketball, you have 13 free agents at the end of the year. How many of them are you going to convince to stay? You know, how many of them would stay at Texas Tech? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, would it not be in one of these players' best interests to develop their game elsewhere at a more proven school? You know what I mean? Or to go somewhere where it's um. You know, maybe they'll they'll probably win a lot more. Might be in a weaker conference, but they might win a lot more games. You know, I yeah. I mean, I get you. I mean, just to just put a little devil's advocate, just to well, not devil's advocate, but just to piggyback off of what you're saying. I mean, like um, uh, what, what was it? If uh, if we were in any other conference, how many wins do we have? And, and I, mean, I think we at least have four. Like we're in the, like, the Pac-12, right? four or five right now. Five, SEC maybe four to five. Mm-hmm. Um, ACC a little bit tougher of a conference, but I'd say, I'd still say roughly four to five. Big I, Ten, you know, say, Big Ten might, maybe three to four. That's we might chalk too. But. We might we might chalk this up to as a fluke year for Tech. I mean, our standards have been higher. Of course, we've kind yeah, of said it should it be, to high. be higher. It, it should be, be yeah. Because. So, so yeah, I mean, this could be just one of those fluke years. And, like, if, if you want to play against the, the best competition in college basketball, you're in the conference for it, yeah. you know what I mean? So, so that's I, – I, I understand the argument of going to maybe a Pac-12 team or a Big Ten team to, you know, throw your name out to, you know, so make it bigger, develop the game out there, get a couple more easier dubs. But, I mean, if you're doing it in the Big 12 or the SEC, I think you're, you're getting – looks at you know from the from the upper level if that's the goal but but yeah i don't i don't know man it's a it's a it's a shaky ride this year but i'm i'm just i'm just here to get a win maybe we might get rolling it doesn't take much i mean what we might need what five six wins this year to maybe get a chance at the at the tourneys both of them so i mean it's not too far of a reach i mean we could get a nice little three three streak here, lose a game and another three streak. It's not too like far out of the of the possibility. I mean Iowa State just took down uh fuck was it Baylor? Kansas State. Kansas State, Kansas yeah. State, not Baylor, but come on, like Iowa State. So <laughs> I mean I mean no Iowa State's twelfth round team in the country. They're having a really good yeah, year. They got TJ Osselberger. I, I feel like that's the kind of pattern we might fall into is one like in Iowa State where they're mm-hmm. mostly Iowa State is a a presence in the Big Twelve. Not, I would say necessarily a power, but definitely a presence. They have had years where they are a power in the in the Big Twelve. Yeah, yeah, but they're always a consistent presence. And then every now and then, they'll have just a terrible year like they did in twenty twenty. Um, you know, and maybe another like kind of like two or like one or two terrible years in a row. Well, they're just bad. And then you see them now, the twelfth ranked team in the country, just took down the fifth ranked team in Kansas State, and 
you're going to be I mean, now so, they're you know potentially a top three seed in the in the tournament they're going to be and so i feel like that might be a pattern that we fall into and uh, i just hope none of this carries over to next season and as far as the whole like and i believe i said this on the last episode as far as the whole mark adams um uh being our head coach i'm still on board with mark adams by the way i'm not i've not gone off board with mark adams i still very much well think with what he did last year for this team when he was there when we needed him to be that he is the guy for us now he's earned at least one more year you know what i mean yeah yeah i agree for sure so we'll we'll see how this one shakes out i guess it really just depends on how we finish this year in basketball because i mean like i said if we're gonna if we're gonna have to pivot the season to development and and you know um just going about it in strategic ways about winning basketball games uh let's test it out now you know what i mean if it's a lost season i guess let's experiment so let's, exactly. let's switch up the rotations. Let's try running maybe not a 2-3 zone and maybe let's do a 3-2 or something. I don't know. Let's switch it up. Jesus. Obviously, we're 0-8 for a reason. <laughs> so that's just my two cents with the basketball. It just sucks, man. It just sucks. Yeah. Every time it looks like we might start to get over the hump this season during during the games, it just seems like it's one unfortunate miscue after another whether it's West Virginia getting back into the game in the in the first half off of a technical and just stupid fouls. There was incredible fouls, man. We were in foul trouble in the West Virginia game so quickly as a team, not individually. But Yeah, but that's uh, as far as tech basketball go, the West Virginia, that's not really much as I want to, you know, say about it. That was pretty much the end of my, my little rant, my two cents, so to speak. You know, it's – it is what it is right now. Yeah, I, I completely understand. Um, you know, anytime you lose by what fifteen or uh, yeah, fifteen to a team that it was literally ranked ninth in the Big Twelve and you're tenth, and it's on your home court, and you know your uh, one of your star players, your star freshman gets injured in that game, and you know it's um it's definitely difficult. And I understand the frustrations. You know, I'm not going to tell anybody how to feel, but as you can tell, we're kind of frustrated as well with this uh, with this team and the way this year has gone, as well as I'm sure many of you guys are. We're we're very frustrated with it too, and we're we're not going to check out though. But we we yeah, do going to watch. Yeah, you know, we're still going to watch because you know, like I said, we're clearly masochists here. Um, and uh, just um, yeah, I I I understand how you guys feel. I, I do, and um, going back to the um, expectations. Now I know a lot of fans out there will say like, "Oh well, I mean, you know, Texas never really been a big power." Like, oh, you know, like take take time. You know, like this team is really really young. You know, like we'll we're gonna develop. Like, first of all, like this team is not as young as you might think. You know, uh, Bacho's in his third year in college. All right, um, Kevin O'Banner's a fifth year senior. David Harmon's a fourth year guy. You yeah. know, those are all starters for our team. And yes, of course, you got Pop, who's who's a true freshman. You know, you got Faros Amac as well when he was a, a starter for us. Who recently got hurt. Uh, I think he reaggravated his foot injury, so he'll be out for several weeks again. Who who knows the timetable on that? I'm curious if he can just redshirt again, like get the medical redshirt and come back next year. If that might be an option for even him, even if he either wants to play for Tech next yeah, year. Yeah, that's yeah, that's if he wants to still we play for us next season. Even about um, that, first of all, yeah. Um, but you know you're not as young as you might think. You know, should you have gotten older in the portal? Yes, and that's what Mark Adams even said in one of his press conferences. He's like, "Yeah, I think you know probably should have you know recruited more age in the transfer portal this past year." And I mean, hey, look, every coach has their own style, and it clearly worked for you last season when we had the year that we did. You know, with the you got guys who are you know six five to six foot eight on the court, one through five. Guys who can really play any position, almost positionless basketball, no middle defense, who could defend their asses off. The first-ranked defense in the country it was hard to score on you, and you also had some pretty elite scores in TJ Shannon and uh, Bryson Williams, who was by far your best player, and Adonis Arms, and just really everybody there. If that's your style, it's like staying old. It's a good style to keep, you know. Like clearly, it's worked for you. Why are you mm. straying away from that, you know? Why, why, why stray away from the age? I understand you have the younger guys who really need to be developed as well, and you want you want to go with them as well too. So I feel like this year was kind of the, you know a mix of that, a mix of going from young to old as well, and also giving these guys who really earned their minutes on the court uh, last season. 
an opportunity to go out there. But clearly, hasn't really worked for you this year. Hasn't really worked nah. much for you. So if that's your style, it's consistent, stay old, do that. Like that, that's your brand of basketball. That's that's clearly worked for you. Keep doing it. You know what I mean? And expectations, going back to the expectations, they should be high. This team should make the big dance every single season moving forward. You have tier one athletic facilities. You have fan support that is phenomenally good. Second in the Big 12 uh, in attendance, uh, only behind Kansas. You average 13,000 people in attendance every single home game. You know, this year was your, this past game at West Virginia was your worst or worst home attendance in the last several years uh, at uh, 11,000, which, um, by the way, is still more than a UT's whole stadium fits combined. And that was when he had six inches of snow in Lubbock. So a lot of people didn't want to be on the roads. The roads were really icy. You know, we're in Texas. You know, we don't really know how to drive. It wasn't that bad. The you snow know? wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad, guys. But yeah, yeah, no, everything Jones preaching. And so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and you can recruit here. So there really is no excuse not to be in the tournament every single season. I'm not saying like, you know, we should, you know, be vying for a final four or lead eight spot every year, but making the tournament? That's what you should be doing. You've done that four consecutive seasons in a row. This is the one like that, that you don't. Every you know, year, you've been to team. you've been to a national championship. You've been to an elite eight. You know, like th- this should be the expectation now is to at least make that tournament, make that big dance, whatever seating you may be. You're still there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's the expectation moving forward, and that should always be the expectation. You know, so I'm not going to revert back to the you know 2013, 2014 days. Um, or no, I'm sorry, I think it was the 2011-12 season, whichever season we went one and seventeen conference play in, we were just terrible. Couldn't buy a bucket. You know, we were down by 20 before tip off. Like I'm not reverting back to those Easy. seasons. We've come a long way from that time. I'm not going to revert back to that. This is the expectation, and you, it should be the expectation that everybody has moving forward. So that's just me. That's my little rant. I'm sorry. I know I kind of ranted on there, guys. No, you're good, my guy. You're good. You're good. Anything else you want to add yeah. on to that, buddy? What's up? Anything else you want to add on to that? No. Nah, I actually got a couple of trivia questions that kind of pertain to our, our talks of the of basketball right now. If you wanna if you wanna yeah, hear you wanna them. go into uh translate into a trivia time? Yes, sir. Trivia All trivia. Right. Trivia, trivia time. Let's trivia go. Time. Yes, sir. Let's see if Jonah's obscure sports knowledge is gonna bail him out today. All right, Jonah Young. Since the Big Twelve is a bit of a gauntlet this year, and every win absolutely matters you know they're pretty much saying this season's a win win at home and then maybe catch a couple dubs on the road one or two if you can still one away but it's been tough competition so i ask you my friend what was or when was the last time the uh, a big 12 uh, champion was crowned with only 12 wins one on the season a Big 12 champion was crowned with only 12 wins? With 12 wins. When was the last time that happened in the Big 12 in basketball? Um, Like 12 conference wins? Yeah, just 12 conference wins. They, won the, they wins. won the conference okay. off of 12 wins. Um, I mean, I'm going to say Kansas in whatever year, maybe 2007. Yeah, that's not a, that's a hell of a guess, my guy. Actually, it was uh, co-champions, uh, Oklahoma and Kansas. They they both went twelve and four. Oh, really? Um, okay. And yeah, that was in the two thousand. Yeah, yeah two thousand four, uh, two thousand five season. My okay. God, that was the last time that happened. Yeah, my uh, my and college basketball knowledge is not going to happen this year. That uh, somebody so. might uh, win the Big Twelve off of twelve rounds. I'm sorry. We'll get to know. I got plenty of. Things. People to stump you with. Now oh, let yeah. me ask you. Um, in that 2004-2005 season, where do you think Tech landed? Where do you think we? Uh, how well do you think we did? Do you have the record on that one? Oh, I can easily look at that. Actually, <laughs> I don't have that record, but let me let me don't tell cheater. me. I want to. I want to be surprised. <clears throat> I don't even care, dude. I don't this even dude. care. Let me look at that. It was this probably guy. terrible. 10 and 6, man. 2004, 2005? We finished fourth in the Big 12. Is it 04 to 05? Yes, sir. We finished fourth in the conference. Oh, finished fourth in conference? Uh-huh. Oh, fun. That's not bad, considering I didn't know we did that well. (laughs) It's not phenomenal either, but... 
Ain't bad. I'll take it. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, considering the teams that are... Yeah. Uh, is that all you got for me today, buddy? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the teams that were ahead of us that year, come on now, it's kind of be That was all I have for you today. I mean, the other one is how much money can you save when you're switching over to Geico? But, I mean... I believe 15%. It's, really huh? just, it's kind of, you know... <laughs> 15 percent wow you got it correct everybody or more that. come on not sponsored by geico but sponsor this <laughs> or more though less than a grand or more or, or more. i don't even know um and oh oh yeah yeah that's kind of wild to, to see the last time it happened i um, think uh so before we get into final thoughts uh did you have something else to say buddy about i'm sorry what just something else you want to say i'm sorry i kind of interrupted you Nah, you're good. That was pretty much it. I was just saying that was kind of a, a wild year that must have been uh, competition-wise if you're winning the conference with 12 wins. So. Yeah, that was yeah definitely. State, I, mean, I, the, I mean, I don't even know like if the conference champion this year might get to 12 wins, you know? I mean, they're 12-6, mm-hmm. that's very reasonable. So, yeah, that's what, that's why I kind of uh, brought that one up just because of how much of a gauntlet it's it's been. Big 12. Yeah, I mean, everyone in the Big 12 this year has kind of cannibalized each other. So, yeah, I don't think there's, no, there's really a clear best team in the Big 12 right now. Um, I mean, so if you're, if it you're really just depends man, on who, who's Baylor, the home team, but yeah, if you're a betting man, maybe Baylor, but yeah, you, you just don't know right now, yeah. which is fun, which is fun. Uh, but, um, so yeah, um, I'm getting to final thoughts. Um, so I know we did not keep up with this the way that we should have, uh, but I wanted to go over the uh, college football bowl schedule that we did, the bowl pickums that we did a few weeks back. I know it's late January. Oh, we did this in early December <laughs> uh, when me and Nesto did this. So I want to give the final uh, scores on these. So as far as the slate goes, 42 games. We went ahead and uh, labeled the national championship as a no contest, considering that uh, one of the two teams we put in the national championship did not make it there. So we just labeled it a no contest. So out of 42 bowl games, I led the way with 28 correct bull predictions, and Nesto uh, had 26, so he was not far behind. That's pretty was, good. Not yeah, bad. he did have the most uh, most in a row, though. I think he had like 10 in a row at one point. I was like getting real nervous there. But yeah, that's that's what we had. I got 28, and Nesto got 26. Maybe next year when he decided to uh, do this, Zuni, we can, uh, you can be part of it as well. I guess I could be a part of the Cool Kids Club. I, I missed exactly. out on it this year, guys. The membership steep as hell i gotta tell you, you ever try to, to get a part of a country club well this hard times 10 okay i need more than this one yeah no nah, that's cool bro i mean it happens to be honest with you i mean uh, i didn't do too well on the pickums this year but that's okay <laughs> it's always next year my friend it's always next year yeah we'll do we'll do a march madness episode even when tech's not in it so don't worry <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch other teams have fun while we Should sit at home <laughs> But uh, you got, any, you got any other final thoughts, man? Before we wrap this here, no, nah, no, no final thoughts. I mean, shout out to my cat, you know. Shout out to 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 both of them. Shout out to to, to oh my boy Sauce Gardner being an All Pro. Uh, oh, yeah, man. that's really it. You know what? Speaking <laughs> of, you know what? Actually, we didn't get to the um, uh, championship games this this week. So let's go ahead and talk about that just a little bit. Got the Kansas City Chiefs, Cincinnati Bengals. Who you got, buddy? Uh Cincy. Since he, okay. if uh, Patrick Mahomes' uh, ankle is indeed hurt and aggravated, yeah, I got Cincy in this game. Otherwise, uh, it'll be down to the wire, whoever has last possession. I understand that. I understand that. Um, I'm still going to be rooting for the Chiefs, though, for a guy Patrick Mahomes to get into the ring. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I think that when they called it Burrowhead, I think that really kind of might start a fire in some of these other guys as well. Like, no, yeah. like, you're, you're not like, yeah, you've been us three, years in a, uh, three times in a row, but... You know, this is a different game, though. You know, I think that'll get them kind of aggravated and riled up and put that chip on their shoulder. So I'll be rooting for the Chiefs. Um, next one, Eagles and 49ers, man. Who you got? Dude, you got? I, I don't know. I really don't want to see Eagles, the Eagles fans get another Super Bowl, like within five years. That, that kind of, that's kind of annoying. Pisses me off just a bit. I was happy for, for Nick Foles, but I mean, I guess I would say the Eagles just because Jalen Hurts. You know, what I mean, that's a that's a pretty outstanding individual, I would say. You know, everywhere that man's gone, ha- he's won. So, I mean, what a what a nice story that would be for him to choke how he did in the in the Natty in the national championship when he was at Bama, for him to come back and you know be the guy 
and the go-to to to win the Super Bowl. So I I I want the Eagles. If I'm being honest with you, as annoying as it is because they've gone a ring recently, yeah, I want the Eagles. Yeah, screw 49ers. They have too many rings. They have too many rings. So I'm gonna go once again opposite with you, man. I want the 49ers to win. I want Brock Purdy to lead this lead his team to a uh, Super Bowl appearance. Um, and just you... uh, he was the last pick in the draft. I think it's just a wonderful story, man. It's just a great Cinderella story. Um, we know him very well from his time at Iowa State, man. Oh, yeah. Not like that man at Iowa State. I'll tell you that, man. He was just the Red Raider killer when he was there, dude. Didn't beat him till we till his senior year. And um, you know, I just you know, being the last pick of the draft, and then you know, taking this team, you know, a lot of people say, like, oh, any quarterback could do well in that offense. Like, I mean, you say that now, but he has not looked at a ro- like a rookie, um, definitely not a rookie seventh rounder. I think he could be vying for a real position to be a starting quarterback next year. I think him and Trey Lance are going to have a real competition there at that position um, to see who, who takes Wild it. Wild to think yeah. that the third overall pick and the <laughs> last two hundred sixty second pick. pick. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's pretty fun. Absolutely, man. Um, yeah, that is that is kind of wild, but you know, I I, I would really like to see that. I, I would really like to see this. So I'm gonna go with Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl rematch. You got Bengals Eagles, uh, which is a really weird combination right there. Yeah, you Madden can even make that shit up, bro. Yeah, like, come like, on now. Uh-uh, <laughs> like, that's, just, that's just a weird strange. matchup. But Chiefs 49ers, they're a little bit different, you know. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But um, shoot. Yeah, that was really it on my on my picks, man. That's who I think. Gotcha, I think man. ultimately, since he wins it, wins it all, have to go to the Super Bowl this year. I really hope it does. I, I I want Mahomes to get another ring. I really do. It'd be I'd be happy. If, honestly, if any any one of these quarterbacks wins it, it's that's I'm happy with them winning. Absolutely. It, to be honest with you, so cool cool guys in each team. So I will say, yeah, yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, but yeah, that's really all I got for y'all today. Uh, thank y'all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you listening. Remember to keep the vibes high and the guns up. For Nathan Zunga, I'm Joni Young saying so long and see you next time here on the Lone Raider Podcast. Bye-bye.